So this is Hafthor Julius Björsson and you're uh, listening to uh, Stark Raven Matt. Make sure you will listen to all of it or I will crush your hat like this. Another exciting episode of Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast. Uh, this is a very exciting episode. It's a very special episode, if I may. It's our second annual Stark Raven Mad Awards, what we are calling the SR Emmys. Uh, and it's our chance to honor this show that we, we love with uh, fake awards to fake situations under fake categories. This episode is uh, is really fun. It's a it's a great discussion of of the show in a very fun way uh, through the awards frame that we have. Um, it, we are breaking it up into two parts uh, again, just like we did with our season five recap, uh, and that's because it's a larger show. It's a longer show, so we're, it decreases the file size, makes it easier for you guys to listen to, uh, and honestly, gives you a little something to look forward to next week. Um, sure, why not? So look for the next uh, half of this uh, on July 13th, on Monday, July 13th. So there will be an abrupt end, just be aware of that. Another thing, we had a contest going on over the last two weeks or so where if you went to iTunes and rated and reviewed Stark Raven Mad, you could be entered to win uh, two Game of Thrones house pint glasses. Could have been any two houses, really. Uh, we left it open. You could choose, and then we would send you, uh, the, whoever won, we would send two house glasses of your choice. You could go Stark and Baratheon. You could go Lannister and uh, Targaryen. You can go uh, Tyrell and Targaryen. The, the, the possibilities are endless. Well, not really endless, but there's a lot of combinations that you could choose from. Here's the thing. Nobody went to iTunes and rated and reviewed the podcast. So we couldn't award anything last night. It really put a damper on the whole ceremony, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it didn't. Um, but we, we, we want to give things away. We, we want to thank you, our listeners, for, uh, for doing that, for listening. Uh, so we are extending the contest through July. Um, if you go to iTunes, rate and review the podcast. We actually did get... Um, some people that reviewed, but guess what? They were outside of the United States. So, America. Good morning, America. How are you? Uh, I'm talking to you. We need your help. Go to iTunes and rate and review the podcast and get entered to win two Game of Thrones house pint glasses. It helps people find the podcast and get the, the goofiness that is Stark Raven Mad out to the masses. And you can help with that. Uh, and you can win at the same time. The last thing before we get to the, uh, to the ceremony, if I may be so bold, uh, is if you are a fan of The Strain on FX, the vampire slash zombie show The Strain, um, it's premiering, their season two is premiering on July 12th. And we actually do another podcast called Bloody Sunday, The Strain Podcast. So if you're a fan of that show, uh, then you might want to listen to that because it had the this podcast 
um, and that podcast uh, have a lot of uh, overlap uh, in in people that that do it. Uh, and there's also some new voices. Um, the Strain, if you don't watch it, I wouldn't say exactly it's a uh, a great, amazing show, but it is. It's extremely entertaining, and it makes for a really really fun podcast like we argue on stark raven mad about a lot of stuff i don't think that there's really arguing that happens on uh on bloody sunday i think everybody's in agreement on when things happen but it's just so much fun to talk about so i encourage you to listen to it if you watch and if you don't watch uh listen to it anyway because it's still a lot of fun uh remember this is broken up into two parts the second part will drop on july 13th so you can listen to Bloody Sunday on July 13th, as well as the second part of the SR Emmys. Thanks for listening, and have a good week. should have some awards music that I should put in. Yeah, I'll put that in tomorrow or something. Tomorrow. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the SR Emmys. <laughs> SR Emmys. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, we haven't started already. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast special episode, the SR Emmys. Uh, and this is an episode where we go through season five of Game of Thrones, and we're going to give out fake awards. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what this is going to be. We're going to give some categories, and we're going to talk about different nominees. Oh, you guys know how award shows work, right? Uh, so, why don't we start off uh, introducing ourselves? I am Mike Marbeck. Shane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Frank Farrell. Shane. <laughs> I'm Hunter Steffes. Shane. <laughs> I'm Whitney Harris. Shane. And I'm David Danella. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our first award of the year is Rookie of the Year, and the nominees are Tyeen Sand, Prince Doran Martell. The High Sparrow, The Waif, and Kevin Lannister. Um, for the uninitiated, The Waif is that little girl who smacks Arya around in the House of Black and White. We're not going to show clips of them? <laughs> uh, what, audio clips? Yeah. No, I didn't do that much. Crap. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, but we can do it. We can do it. Okay. Tyene said, you like a bad girl. You want a bad pussy. Here we go. Uh, Dorian Martell. Mmm, you should have thought that through. Ah, my legs. Yeah. <laughs> High Sparrow. I'm old. <laughs> the Waif. Hey, I'm gonna smack you. <laughs> Kevin Lannister. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, any thoughts on this? Do we? Hmm. I'm voting the High Sparrow. Am I just allowed to vote? Yeah, yeah, you're allowed to vote. vote for the High Sparrow. He just came in and took over. Yeah, I don't think that it it gets more rookie of the year than than what the High Sparrow has done this season. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, really, this wasn't a big season for like major people like coming in. Like you think about like uh, uh, for the <clears throat> our fans know this, but last season's winner was Oberyn Martell for obvious reasons. Like rookie of the year is a strong cat. Like people come in for rookie of the year and they. It's not an award you get. You win it. Yeah. You earn it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, of all those characters, I think that the High Sparrow is the one that earned that award. So, uh... Oh, that was... 
Yeah, congratulations. Hi, Sparrow. You're our first winner. <laughs> Do you think he'd dress up for an award show? Or he'd wear the same stuff? I think he would wear the... Yeah. He's yeah. actually cleaning the stage. Yeah. I think Tyene would dress up. Yes. Yes. Uh, Adora and Martel's always dressed up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kevin... He always looks good, though, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Biz, and biz the wave cash. would look plain. Yeah. You don't oh, think she'd put on a fancy be, face? Yeah. I think oh, yeah, the, wave, the wave came as Jock and Nagar today. Yeah. <laughs> she just puts on a new face. <laughs> this old thing. Oh. <laughs> Give me a break. No. <laughs> uh, next category is Asshole of the Year. Where's my dinner? <laughs> why, why is that the sound? Mac. Just fits. <laughs> <laughs> and the nominees are. Alaria Sand, Cersei, Septa Anella, Ramsey Bolton, High Sparrow, The Waif, and Peter Baelish. Mm. So who uh, who do you have? Always oh, a strong category for Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. Like, who was the were. biggest asshole this year? Those are a bunch of assholes. Um, just to, just to, for clarification, Septa Anella is the woman who uh, would continually offer Cersei water and then pour it out. She's also uh, the woman behind this. Shame. 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 Uh, yeah, she was a lady following Cersei after all that, ringing the bell, making her confess. Hmm. Here's my case for uh, Peter. Mm-hmm. Baelish. Uh, says that he is gonna, you know, help Sansa out. And is uh, responsible for really putting her through a bad time. Yeah. And leaves her and says, no, you'll be fine. This is good. You're you're a Stark. You're in the North. Blah, 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 blah. I think that's a really asshole move. That was one of the, the biggest asshole moves because of what we know from Peter. But they made the point in in the show to say that he didn't really know Ramsay, which I think just was so bogus. Yeah. yeah. So bogus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, like, here's the thing. If this was a failure of the writer's then they're the assholes of the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we're supposed to believe that, like, the most locked-in guy doesn't know that there's this Bolton running around, skinning people, being a monster. And also, he knows that the Boltons are monsters. So what, he just thinks there's there's one good son? I mean, uh, it, it defies belief. I've had my... Is, the, is this a write-in... I'm changing my vote. I'm voting for Peter Baelish because he's an asshole. And he's he's an asshole and a by-extension asshole for his lack of knowledge about Ramsey Bolton. Yeah. Bad character. (laughs) But I feel like Ramsey's just straight up awful. Yeah, he's a real monster person. Almost too much of a monster person to be an asshole. Yeah, he's almost almost too dangerous. He's more than an asshole. Also, like, uh, he's pretty consistent in his character. Uh, this is not... He has not done anything out of character. I was not yeah. surprised by anything that Ramsey did this this season. Yeah. Nothing, right. ever, nothing ever made me go, Whoa, Ramsey! <laughs> Where'd that come from? Yeah. And to... And, like, I hate to say this, but, like... Because, like... But, like... Ooh, English. Um, you know, last season he did just as much raping, and he had... A woman fed to the dogs. He didn't feed anybody to dogs this year. So he, even though he he raped a beloved character, he's 
actually been better this season. Wait, David, is that you admitting that dogs are scary and that you can be fed to dogs? Are you admitting no. that dogs are scary? No, I'm not willing to admit that. I'm not admitting that. I'm saying that he hunted somebody down. Yeah, that was very bad. That was bad. Yeah, I don't know if you can call him an asshole. He's just evil and yeah. awful. Yeah. Like, I feel like an asshole is like when someone shuts the door in their face and you're like, oh, here. Peter Bailey would totally do that. <laughs> I think the waif would do that too. Yeah, oh, the waif would, yeah. Oh, smacking, smacking poor Arya. And for uh, Alaria, it's her 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 lover's uh, her lover's head was was crushed. Yeah. So she wants revenge. And Doran is at the opposite end, where he doesn't want to. He doesn't see it in that way, uh, and he doesn't want to start a war. Um, so Alaria, I don't know that she's. Of course, what she does at the does at the end is uh, an asshole move, but I don't know that she would necessarily deserve asshole of the year because her overall actions were not those of an asshole. Right. Yeah. Or of a person who planned and executed a murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, and you can't be an asshole. An asshole. <laughs> an asshole murder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I I initially was going to vote for Septa Unella. It was how, who we had put down as the... Because it was so shitty. Just yeah. like the way she was offering water and spilling it. It's yeah. a real bully move. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> but if we'd seen the flashback, if we'd seen the flashback that they cut from the show, not the flashback they showed, where uh, Cersei is walking on a real hot day with a yeah. bottle of pop, and <laughs> she walks right by something and she goes, oh, do you want this? And she pours it all out and says, I'm never going to see you again. And she walks away. That's a good point. Oh, so she yeah, was also justified. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, it's one team that should have been um, in the show from the books. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, are we? Is Peter Baelish the dark horse winner? Did he? He is. He's an asshole. He is. If if we're to believe that he, as Peter Baelish, know really does know um, that that. Um, what's his face? Ramsey is who he is. I guess he is, he's still an asshole, even if he doesn't know that much. Um, you know what? He is. Because he knows that the Boltons were involved in the Red Wedding. Yeah. Also, I feel like flaying isn't a thing that doesn't get out there. Yeah. Like, if you flay and display a person, it's not a big secret. Yeah. And he has to know about Theon, too. Like, there are so many things, like... Theon Greyjoy just disappears and nobody talks about that after he successfully takes down Winterfell and nobody seems to care about that. Peter must know what went on. Oh, yeah. He's an asshole. Peter Baelish. He also could have stayed in the Eyrie, which is the safest place to be. No, he's like, I gotta take you somewhere even better. (laughs) I saw uh, one of the Game of Thrones memes uh, where it was, uh, uh, what's his face, Uh, Peter Baelish and Sansa in, in the carriage. Uh, and it says uh, at the top, like, where are we going? And he's like, don't ask me. We're still in the mail in the books. <laughs> yeah. Good point. So, he is, so, yeah, not following book... I'm making a strong case for this. Not following his book arc. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. What a jerk. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, audible. Peter Baelish, congratulations. <laughs> You're the asshole of the year. So, um, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, the uh, the next award <laughs> is the Sad Sack of the Year Award. And the nominees are Grey Worm, 
Cersei, Theon slash Reek, Tommen, Marjorie, Loras, and Jorah. Oh, Discuss. A oh, there's a it's a lot of people, um, a lot of sad sacks this year. Why is Grey Worm on the sad sack? Because he got stabbed up, and then he was like, uh, oh, Sandy, I love you so much. He had to sit out a few episodes. Uh, yeah. He also <laughs> doesn't have a sad sack. Yeah. Oh, where's the sad sack? Oh, man. Where's this? I don't know. I feel like I can't. I can't vote for Grey Worm. Still like him. Yeah, I can't vote for him either. I mean, uh, for all the. Like, Grey Worm's sad, but he's not pathetic. No. Well, going through them one by one, Cersei. Uh, she was in jail most of the the time. Well, a good but amount I of the like time. But I feel like she held her head up there. Like she stayed badass, Cersei, mm-hmm. in jail. Okay. Not voting for. But before that, she was in the jail of alcoholism. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The prison of but her own kind. The mind prison, up. yes. Chained by her own demons. Yeah, she seems way too strong though to be sad sack. Yeah. Reek or Theon. <sighs> Just hate She's. Like, the thing for, about Reek is that he's just broken. Mm. Like, he's not mopey. He's just, like, <laughs> messed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, we're really not getting a lot of internal Reek life. And I feel like you need a little bit of that for for Sad Sack. Yeah. Um, Marjorie... Really never broke. Like she was. Maybe she disappeared. She did disappear. <laughs> yeah, we never saw her. What a weird thing. Yeah. She could be dead. Yeah. yeah. Her, her and Loris. And Loris. Yeah. yeah. I think they're like. If it's Sad Sack, it's like Marjorie slash Loris. They win it together. Yeah. Um. And Jorah. I vote for Jorah. I'm yeah. not. Not a fan of George yeah, anymore. Such a, he's such a mope. He's such. She's not into you. So <laughs> it keeps going back. He gets sent away, and he's like, oh, "I'm gonna get in the fighting pits again, and maybe I can look at her again." So Jorah normally is like, he, I think he won last year, and I, normally he's a runaway winner. But this year he seemed to have more agency, in the sense that like he got kicked away, and just kept coming back. Um, whereas Tommen, yeah. Loses his dear sweet wife, yeah. uh, complains to mommy, which goes nowhere, then shows up with an army, which goes nowhere. And then when his mommy gets put in prison, he hides in his room and stops accepting meals. Yeah. <laughs> Unless that meal is his sweet wife. <laughs> yeah, which it's not, because she's in jail. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm blushing, audience. So I would argue that it's difficult for a teen to be a sad sack unless a teen's natural life state is a sad sack. If all teens are sad sacks, then Tommen wins. Yeah, well, but he's an extra sad sack. I see what you're saying is that all all teens... Are like that. They yeah. go through that stage. Lock yeah. yourself in your room, listen yeah. to music, hear what I'm talking about. But not all teens get ha, got to have sex. Not all <laughs> teens got to have sex with Marjorie and then had that immediately taken away from him. Yeah. And is the king. Yeah, he and is the commands king. commands yeah. an army and has bannermen that can just easily go in and, and uh, end this thing. Yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be good to be the king. This is like, this is like being like Brody Jenner. <laughs> and then... Mm-hmm. And then just, like, having everything taken away from you. 
and you're just like, where are my girls? You don't have them anymore. So you lock <laughs> What's happened to them? Nothing. No, no, this is not. This is a fake. I'm just thinking of somebody, just thinking of somebody who's like got a good life. Oh, so like Brody's like still like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Crushing it, right? Brody's, yeah, yeah. Brody is like fucking crushing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good, Frank Murray. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Brody's great. Um, no, I was just saying. Like, it, imagine you're in Brody Jenner's situation, and then everything that happens to Tom and happens. That that's the worst. I vote yeah. Tom and Sadzak. Absolutely. Yeah. If that yeah. if that fake scenario about Brody is any indication, yeah, Tom can, is like. You convinced me. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, Tommen, <laughs> congratulations. You are the sad sack of the year. Yeah! <laughs> but can we say Jorah's like a close Jorah's runner a runner up, up. Which is, it makes him even sad. That's even sad. <laughs> we should probably give him a special oh. award for being the runner up on sad sack. He's like the, the Nero of sad sacks. Oh, he great. can win any Oh, yeah, he yeah. can win any year. Yeah. 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 Um, except for the year that uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle came out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I knew you were going to say Rocky. Of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> they, t- uh, they took one award away. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to move on to... Uh, this is uh, the biggest disappointment. Yeah. Uh, and the nominees are... Dorn. And that's it. Congratulations. 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 You lost Yeah, the entire storyline of Dorn was the biggest disappointment. Uh, David? Um, yeah. Uh, so moving right along, we go into the mm-hmm. Fredo Corleone. I'm smart and I want the spit! Memorial Award. <laughs> uh, this award goes to a character who has a plan or doesn't have a plan but is just generally feckless this year. Just ineffectual, weak, useless. Uh, and the nominees are Tommen, for reasons mentioned previously. Mm-hmm. Um, Melisandre, who is like, hey, burn your kid. <laughs> Everything's going to work out. And uh, Brienne of Tarth. Mm. Should we talk about Brienne for a second? Because she hasn't come up yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, Poor Brienne. I'm beyond feeling sorry for her at this point. Uh, well, I mean, at the end, we're, we're led to believe that she finally gets what she originally wanted, which was vengeance. Before she got wrapped up in uh, uh, loyalty to this person, loyalty to that person, uh, she wanted vengeance uh, against Stannis. Is it against Stannis? Do you get vengeance against, some, against somebody? Yes, sure. Yes. Uh, against Stannis. And she gets that. I think, um, at least is what we're we're led to believe right now. I still think that next season Stannis is going to be alive, um, but for now uh, she at least gets that. But she failed on her one mission to stare at that candle in the window. <laughs> yeah. She had so many missions though. But she's fucked them all up. <laughs> she's fucked so many. Of them. Let's not forget that scene in the inn. <laughs> Where, where, where it just ends with like a bunch of like side eyeing, and then she's like, "Scatter!" <laughs> Wait, are you talking about that scene in the end where the season made us think that she was going to have like a long plot arc yes, this season? Yes, oh, yes, that one. Yeah, that oh, one. Okay, and then she disappears for six episodes afterwards, where they didn't just have to contractually uh, obligated to um, English has fallen away from me. Um, I think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> How do your arms feel? I don't know. <laughs> like, do you have, like, shooting grenades at them? I, I think they go numb. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had no <laughs> idea that uh, this was happening. <laughs> uh, but, like, uh, they're, like, contractually obligated to show her because she's going to be in the new Star Wars movie. They're like, oh, we got to <laughs> yeah. hop on that Star Wars train. What, do you think J.J. Abrams is on the horn with HBO? Being like, listen, you motherfuckers. <laughs> You get her in. The, you get her in the Game of Thrones. Uh, y'all gonna have hell to pay. You understand me? J.J. Abrams will never work with that HBO again. Do you remember and how successful? Goes, you dirty rat. <laughs> you son. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I still think Brienne has she accomplished something this season. It was like handed to her on a plate, though. Like. He was wounded and down, and she just kind of walked up and, like... Of course, she she did, in fact, fail one side mission in an effort to get to that mission. Mm -hmm. She'd be terrible at, like, the campaign of any video game. Because I feel like if she didn't go and kill Stannis, I think Stannis is dead, personally. But if she didn't go do that, he wasn't going anywhere. Like... Yeah. I feel like she was not necessary in that. Yeah, what did she do that infection wasn't going to do? She also said, hey, Pot, I know that I'm standing here, <laughs> but I want you to go build a fire and cook a rabbit far away from us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, I don't know, eat it yourself, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, stop looking at me, Pot, I don't know. <laughs> Is if there a case to be made for some for other people? If, yes. the, if the pattern holds, yeah. then Stannis will be alive next season. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Which means she fucked that up, too. Yeah. yeah. She tripped and fell or something. Uh, Stannis will be alive. Renly will come back to life and be killed again. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, who are our other people? Yeah. Uh, Tommen, Melisandre. Um, is there a case for Marcella? Oh, no, because I feel like this season, like, made her more important than any other season had. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know. And she didn't have any plans. She's just been right thrown around. Okay. Yeah. She's yeah. just been used as a female plot device. Yes. Yeah, Melisandre's pretty awful. How she's just like, whoops, that didn't work. Yeah, and then just comes back, comes back to uh, the wall. Just head down. Head down. How'd it go? Hey, how'd it go? <laughs> Do not even. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's she's done that throughout the the series too, where she was like, uh, "This war of five kings means nothing. Let's go to the wall." Yeah. Uh, so she's got a little bit of a history of just kind of following what she says is in the flames. Yeah. Or do you remember like when she met that priest and she's like, "Yo." How'd you bring that guy back to life? <laughs> can we do that? You, you got cheat codes? Wow, I am a bad priestess. Yeah. Oh, Mike, you are can maybe convincing me. Yeah. I've just been burning people. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. So what? You have faith? Mm. Mm. Huh. I'm convincing you of what? I have shit in balls. That she might be. She might be the... The... The Fredo. <laughs> I'm smart. I won't respect... <laughs> Yeah, I'll throw it her way. Yeah. I think anything with, hey, you should burn your kid, and then riding away the next day. Yeah, just like the, yikes. Because <laughs> I also don't think it's Brienne's fault. I think the writers could have written more dialogue for her. <laughs> Shame on the writers. And she would have been much more interesting. And she would have been tall. <sighs> and uh, the other thing is, is like, the, like, Brienne was weird last season. 
or not, not really though, but like Bran finished the season fighting the mountain mm-hmm. and beating him. Mm-hmm. So I think the reason that she seems so weird this season is because they had nothing to do with her. They they just they were like, we got to keep her in here because J.J. Abrams is going to cut our dicks off if right. we don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we don't have a plot for her, so we're just going to turn her into like the Chinese fire drill of the show. Mm. Bomber. It would have been so much more interesting if they had followed some of what we thought was was going to happen, mm-hmm. where there's there is an actual battle that happens, and mm-hmm. it can still end terribly for Stannis. Uh, but that Brienne actually makes it in there. We could have it so that they all just keep missing each other. It could have been so much better, maybe a little farcical at times, with all the different, you know, uh, passing by each other's. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, I just... So what, should, we, should we vote this one out? Yeah. Let's vote this one out. I have one question before I vote Yes. Out. Did we see... Melisandre's boobs this season. I don't no. remember. No, oh. didn't we see him when she tried With John to get on Snow. Jon Snow? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. She went straight to, like, oh, fully yeah. a one-button open. That's yeah. right. Yeah, she asked him if, he, had, if he liked ladies, and he was like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. That gives her some bonus points for me of not... Of not being Fredo? Not being Fredo. Okay, so uh, let's go around the horn. Let's go around the horn. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll start. I, I, I'm still going Brienne because it was ridiculous. Her her plot this year was ridiculous, and it was like Fredo being sent to Vegas just so he could not cause trouble. <laughs> oh, I think I'm gonna go Melisandre because I feel like even after she burned the kids, she's like, "Look, I did it," and they're like, "Oh, half the army went away." She's like, "Oh, yeah." Oh. And then two minutes later, she goes away. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh, and your wife's dead. Oh. I'll hop on that bag- bandwagon. I'll join the Melisandre vote. Okay, okay uh, I'm going to Ralph Nader my vote, and I'm going to vote for Tommen. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you just ruined it for everybody. <laughs> Nader. You should have voted for Brienne, because then Mike has to pick. No, no, I didn't. <laughs> oh, no, I guess that's not Nadering, though. It's not Nadering, though. Yeah. Um, what man, are you having a tie? I think, I think I'm gonna go with Brienne, um, because now it goes back to now it goes back to you, Frank. Oh Christ! Yeah, don't you know how runoffs work? I think I'm going with Brienne because uh, I because of the fact that I think Stannis is alive. Okay. And that she will have again uh, not go, gone off mission. <laughs> Now, if I had seen the movie Swing Vote with Kevin Costner, <laughs> I would think that it went something like this. Mm-hmm. I'll vote for Melisandre. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh, Melisandre, your boobs couldn't save you. But I'm going gonna... <laughs> I'm gonna, to I'm gonna nominate her boobs for MVP, though, oh, to make man. up for it. Oh, man. Okay. You're... Or maybe Best Nudity. Yeah. Sure. All right, so next up on the list is Best Fight... Uh, and the nominees are Hard Home and the Dornish Tea Party. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we got. Were there any other any other big fights? Because the uh, I mean, I guess technically the Gladiator Brawl. Yeah. Where Jorah comes out and just Batman's his way through the. Uh, well, there's that one, and there's the one where the Sons of the Harpy all show up and Drogon yeah. goes boo, oh, boo, yeah. boo. I guess you can count the back alley Sons of the Harpy fight sure. with oh, Barristan. Yeah. 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 How did uh, I forget that? 
There's one more. Oh, that's a sneak. That's a sneak great one because I, I, I that one really got me embarrassed and saw me side because I was like, oh man, these two guys are fighting many more guys than them and <laughs> winning. Yeah, and I can do math. That's a fun. That was a fun fight. Um, for me, it's it's. I don't know how. I mean, that one had the emotional attachment mm-hmm. to it, which I think uh, is pretty heavy. Um, but for I don't know. I don't really don't know how you can beat, as far as the choreography of everything yeah. and how much was involved with it. Yeah, the Dornish Tea Party. Yeah, I was gonna say this kind of breaks down to like, do you uh, like? Do you admire the fighting or do you admire the set piece, right? <laughs> if you like the if you like the pure like if you're just in for the the martial thrill of it, the Dornish Tea Party. <laughs> yeah. But if you like the set piece, if you like the set piece, the Dornish Tea Party. Tea party. <laughs> it's really a win-win. Uh, no, I mean, I, I don't know how you can overlook Hard Home on this. Well, I, I well, but I but actually to actually make my point, so Hard Home is the best set piece, right? Like, in the sense that, like, uh, you know, like, Luke taking down the Death Star is the best set piece. But the best fight... Wait, of Star Wars? You think the best set piece is Luke taking down the Death Star? Not them fighting the TIE Fighters? Oh, I, I consider all that part of it. What? No, 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 I'm talking about, like, so Han and Luke are in the cages of the Millennium Falcon... Oh, is this too much? <laughs> okay. Did you pause it? Like that one. The one where they fight the four TIE fighters, and then they're like, oh, that's too easy, and then they go to y- Yavin. Okay. Well, anyway. There are some good set pieces. So I guess, but I guess this is my point. It's like, the, the, the aerial battles in Star Wars are set pieces, whereas the lightsaber battles are uh, fights. Okay. Right? So are we, look like, how do we differentiate between hard home as fighting and something like the Colosseum or the or the Sons of the Harpy that seem more like fights. Than I think that the that Hard Home had everything. It mm-hmm. had emotional attachment because there were moments where you think like, "Holy shit, Jon Snow could actually die here." Mm-hmm. Uh, you have every moment. It was like everything just kept getting worse. Uh, the stakes just kept getting raised higher and higher and higher. But uh, all that visually all that, was great. All that is, is set piece to me. It's not fight. Like, the mountain and Brienne was a great fight. Hound. It's the hound. The hound, right. Yeah. The hound and Brienne was a great fight. Hound and Oberyn was a great fight. Kinda. Mountain hound and Oberyn. The- <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen this show? God. <laughs> <laughs> My thoughts exactly. Uh, yeah, but there's enough, like, individual... Like, I, I think that fight between uh, John and... And the White Walker. The White Walker is... Yeah. Okay. Would, I mean... Would, be the yeah. Tra- tra- I'm just playing devil's advocate. I, I voted for hard home. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could also be just best overall moment, which we'll get to later on. It's just that moment where the swords meet, and yeah, yeah, and the look on White Walker's face, like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yikes! I'm always a fan of giants fighting. You get a giant fight. Oh, yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, with People a big with cigarette. So yeah, uh, congratulations to Hardhome. Yeah! <laughs> can I ask why we're talking about giants? Could yeah. giants become White Walkers? Whoa! I think so. That would be fucking. Terrifying. I think so because I think we mentioned this on a, a podcast before uh, that that 
I think is why that one White Walker was headed down to where Jon Snow was. Because uh, before, right before Jon Snow went in there to get the, uh, the daggers, the dragonglass daggers, uh, the giant was in there, but he busted out. And hot on his heels was the White Walker coming in through the other mm-hmm. side. Uh, so I think that he was probably sent down to take out the White Walker and probably bring him back. Hmm. So I think I think we will see uh, giant giant White Walkers. Because mm-hmm. we have yeah. baby White Walkers. No, yeah. Oh giants. my God. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen baby giants. Yeah. Well, he'd be a giant White, I guess. If he was killed. Right. Right. <clears throat> so uh, moving on. Uh, hard, hard home one. Hard, yeah. Frank, we got the oh yeah. We got the oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. already won the oh yeah. The oh yeah has spoken. Oh. Yeah. Um, so this next one is <laughs> the soul-crushing, heart-wrenching, gut-punching moment of the year. And the nominees are Shireen Burning, <laughs> Sansa's Wedding Night, <laughs> Barristan Dying, oh, no. the entire Dornish storyline, Oh gosh. and the murder of Jon Snow. My soul. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's being punched. <laughs> uh, the Sansa rape scene is rough. Um, <laughs> I don't know what this says, but it, it doesn't. I, I wouldn't vote for that. Um, Barristan, Barristan dying definitely has, like we said earlier, the emotional attachment, um, and it's. I, I wasn't expecting that to happen. I expected him to come out on top of that. Um, <laughs> the the entire Doran storyline, uh, murder of Jon Snow, yeah, uh, Shireen burning. It's all it's all rough. It's all rough. It's all very equally rough hey, uh, for the most part. Hey, nobody said our job was easy, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, that's tough. I um... I'll argue for the child burn. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to I'll go that one. Yeah. They burned a child. Yeah. Well, and they like got our hopes up. Like you're gonna help your dad, and she's like, "Yay, I'm helping." Yeah. The way that li- that little thing scampers out at first. Yeah. It's... Like she's marching so proudly. Yeah, that shit is actually. Were your hopes up? Well, her hopes were up. <laughs> okay. Okay. She's like, anything I can do to help dad, yeah. and he's but... like, oh yeah, come this way then. And they did put our hopes up earlier. When we all thought that, like, the show was just, like, finding its heart, when he's like, you are my daughter, and you are a princess. Yeah. And we all went, oh, yeah. wow, we're all on Stannis' side now. Yeah. yeah. And then he burned her alive. Yep. Yeah. Oh. I never... But that Dorn storyline. <laughs> I, I can't believe I do a podcast with a bunch of... Crusty blue collar people who hate vacations. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to all the mopey Bruce Springsteen songs, you never listen to Hungry Heart. Yeah. <laughs> you never have fun. <laughs> Dancing in the dark. Oh, You're shit. all. <laughs> <laughs> the, the murder of Jon Snow is pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, it's treason. Not, well, yeah, it's treason. Um, uh, <laughs> that's treason. That that, no, I know. It's just funny. Like I just imagine somebody sitting at sitting like in a chair with like a TV dinner on their lap, watching the John Snow. This is treason. <laughs> that's our night commander. Getting so many things wrong tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Commander, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, 
so there's a lot to it. There's the the treason. There's the the just the fact that he um, is is the Lord Commander. Uh, that he just got that. That everything was going his way. Uh, he survived hard home. Comes back to that. Um, which is another reason why people seem to think that not seem to think I'm one of them. Uh, people think that he's not dead or he's dead, but he's going to be brought back. Is because again, yeah, why not just kill him, kill him there, um, and have somebody else pick up the the sword and tell the story that way. Yeah. They work so hard on that Ollie storyline. They have to have that <laughs> yeah. play through. Oh, yeah, guys, huge news. Kit Harrington had his full head of hair yeah. at Wimbledon. So, yeah. yep. oh my god, photo taken. July 2nd, posted on SRM Podcast. I'm completely uh, taken aback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shows up the Wimbledon full, full Jon Snow locks. Oh. And shooting begins in a few weeks. Yeah. So, hmm. Hmm. I think he's What if it's a wig, though? We're not saying. <laughs> We're just saying. Yeah. We're just Putting saying. it out there. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> It's the child burning. Yeah, yeah I don't think burning. it could be the child burning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! 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 Oh Okay, this next one, uh, this is the uh, Halle Berry Memorial. What the fuck was that line? You know what happens to a tone when it's struck by lightning? The same thing happens to everything else. It's a terrible line. It's a terrible line. <laughs> what is that from? That is from X Men 1. But you, but you're not mad at the line right before it when Toad says, "Don't you people ever die?" <laughs> uh, you know what happens when Toad gets struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything. Well, not rubber, <laughs> motherfucker. Somebody um, didn't tell Joss Whedon that. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, one nominee for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Tyeen Sand, you want a good girl, but you need the bad pussy. <laughs> but you need the bad pussy. That line, it, I, I've listened to that line about six thousand times mm-hmm. since the show is run, uh, and it never stops getting embarrassing. Like I honestly, like I, I don't know why nobody said anything. I don't. I can't believe somebody wrote it. I can't believe somebody said it out loud. I can't believe that there were people on set. Who just like saw that line happen and were just like, "Cool, good, move on." No, but if you met a girl and she one hundred percent sincerely said that to you, what would you do? Oh, I uh, my he, life he would, my life would end. <laughs> yeah, my life would end. All all my fluids. <laughs> oh, no. oh, 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 I'm never gonna be able to hear oh, that sound. Oh, no, I ruined it. I'm sorry. Shame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, bad luck. Cut that from yeah. the podcast. <laughs> nope. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, congratulations. That is not just the worst line of this show. From now on, that that is going to be called the Taim Sam Memorial. Yeah. You need the bad pussy line. So congratulations. <laughs> Apologies to Halle Berry. Yeah, had, a, he had a good yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, Alright, so the next one on the list is Best 
Vacation. And the nominees are Braun, <laughs> Mace Tyrell, and Varys. So let's be real. Guys, if that had been playing during all the Dorn stuff, you wouldn't have hated Dorn as much. If you can call me out, I was just playing. Well, this is, I mean, this is. Let's be real. This is a this is a two two horse race. This is between Braun and Mace Tyrell. Oh God, Mace Tyrell did have a great trip. He had a great vacation. But I think he would have a great. Anything. Like, he looks like he just loves life. And it's oh, just like... Every well, day is a jolly holiday. But, yeah, here's, the thing, but I, here's, here's my case for Mace Tyrell. We've seen him on the small council looking miserable, having Cersei be mean to him. You know, his grandma runs his life, or whatever Orlena is to him. His mom. <laughs> his mom. His mom runs his life. Everybody's like, all the, the Tyrell women are smart, the men are dumb. <laughs> and he finally gets free, and he capitalizes on him. And he capitalizes on it in a major way and just starts making friends with whoever will talk to him. <laughs> and that's, I think, I think he really epitomizes what a vacation is. I, I picture him getting the news that Marin Trent is dead, much like Kevin realizing uh, that I made my family disappear. <laughs> in how long that is. Kevin's not here. Kevin's not here. Kevin's not here. <laughs> <laughs> that was not planned. <laughs> this is true. My family uh, on vacations, every, every time that my mom would be like, oh, are we forgetting anything? Either me or my 12-year-old brother Joe would go, Kevin! <laughs> and he started that, so I'm, I'm stealing that credit from him. Sure. Hey, Joe. Yeah. So... Wait, who is he up against? Braun? Braun and Mace Tyrell. Braun got to sing a lot. He got some sun. He got poisoned. To, some girl showed him their Yeah, but he got cured. Yeah, but that uh, had to hurt while it was happening. Yeah, but that's what happens on vacation. Sometimes. Then he gets punched in the face. Oh, yeah, he got over. <gasps> but it was so... <laughs> but hold on, he followed it up with... Oh, no, no, he was... No, he's uh, like, anybody eat that pie? And yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> might need pie. a straw. <laughs> yeah. I think Bron had a good vacation. Yeah. But Mace Tyrell had a great <laughs> vacation. True. Okay, and I, I probably am voting for Mace Tyrell, but something should be said that the show just didn't show us, and so this is the show's fault, the awesome vacation that Varys had. I can yeah. say he had a great one. Yeah. I, he might have had a blast. Yeah. Which vacation would you want to go on? Hmm. That's how I'm voting. Oh. Because I don't want to get poisoned and punched. I feel like going on a vacation with Varys is like going somewhere with somebody that's been everywhere and knows everything, knows all the spots, uh, like you know, off the beaten path kind of things. Uh, so if I was going to go on a vacation with any of them, probably be Varys. Yeah, but probably Varys gets you into places for free. But have you ever seen Locked Up Abroad? Because that's what would happen with Varys as well. Uh, what was it on? That's not the one that's on MSNBC, is it? Could be. Could be. Yeah. Maybe. Because for some reason, MSNBC, on the weekends, it's, news doesn't happen. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's all, it's like, caught on camera and locked up. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> news doesn't happen, though, Mike. It just happens, and it annoys me. Yeah. yeah. There are more News things. happens on the weekend, MSNBC. Yeah. Where's my dinner? 
<laughs> All right. So the winner of Best Vacation it goes to Mace Tyrell. <laughs> he probably said that at one point. <laughs> That's a deserved yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, bouncing right off that, it's Worst Vacation. <laughs> worst Vacation. The nominees are Marcella, Jamie, Jon Snow, and Tyrion. <clears throat> are we counting Hard Home as a vacation? <laughs> yes. Because he took a boat ticket? Yes. <laughs> we are counting Hard Home as a vacation. Wait, could you read those one more time? Marcella. Yeah. Um, now, so, so there's some debate about what Marcella's vacation was. Mar- was Marcella's vacation her trip to Dorne? Where she falls in love and then is taken back by her incest father and that's dies on the boat ride home. That's a great. Well, that's the word. It's a great vacation that ends very poorly. I mean, all vacations have to come to an end. So. Yeah, all but men, most all men must die. All men must die. That's right. Uh, Jamie's vacation is like bronze, except without the singing and the banging and the fun. <laughs> right. Uh, John Snow's. Oh, that's is... a work trip. <laughs> Huge that miles. A that's a yeah, business yeah, that's right. trip. Wait, did, yeah, he, did he write it off? Did he write it off on yeah. the Night's Watch Express yeah, account? Oh, that's they, they had every right to stab it. <laughs> yeah. that's he crazy. had some free hours. He didn't have to be at that meeting. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even want to listen to him. He could have gone out and seen the sights. <laughs> but he went straight from that meeting to battle, didn't he? Like, he, yeah. to, he didn't even get to see his cabin. Had to load people up. Yeah, he probably they probably said you got one free night, and he was like, cool. I'm going to check out the Aurora Borealis. It's going to be real nice. And yeah. next thing he knows, he's fighting zombies. Hey, Jon Snow, Alistair Thorne here. Uh, we just got the records of the mini bars at Hardhome. What the hell was that? I, I was trying to throw... I thought they were potions. I was throwing them at the zombies. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, if all you need is a boat for a vacation... <laughs> Then, what about Gendry? We haven't seen him, though. Oh, he is having a great vacation. He's on a real mystery vacation. I want all those cutscenes. Yes. Who's the last? uh, Tyrion. Tyrion. Yeah, because here's here's my thing. Because, like, Varys probably is a great person to go on vacation with, and Tyrion... And any other circumstance would think that, but his involved pooping in a box, (laughs) and then immediately being kidnapped in a whorehouse where he found himself impotent. He had a rough vacation. Yeah, I have to vote for yeah, him. That yeah. is not good. God. All the things he likes. He you almost know, got... And he can't taste. The, the stone disease. Oh, yeah. Almost drowned. Yeah. And now he got a job he doesn't want at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> in the most boring place to be. Yeah. In a place that has nothing to do with the plot of the story. Uh, oh, um, God. But on the list, there's only one person that actually died, and that's Marcella. Should we go around the horn? Should we vote? Uh, uh, do you want to? Do you want to be the host? Oh. Can we just settle? This will help determine my vote. Can we settle when? What is her vacation? Is so yeah. This is the thing. If Marcella's vacation is from the point where from she the point leaves, where she leaves Dorne, then she has the worst. Oh vacation. yeah, that's the worst. But if it's from it's, the point where she was sent away from King's Landing, like if her vacation started then, that means that she's had like three seasons of vacation. So I think that's too long to be a vacation. I think she's been studying it's a vacation. <laughs> I don't think either of them are vacations. Oh, but okay. I don't really like. She didn't really go on vacation. Like, if you're going on vacation, your plane crashes. You never went on vacation, right? On a well, that's a bad vacation. Unless it's on a tropical island where there's a uh, beautiful, beautiful women. Is it vacation the journey or the destination? Beautiful women who there are no men on the island. 
And they need yeah, you. And they need for repopulation purposes because yeah. you were able to convince them that the world has ended. Yeah. I like I like Tyrion for it. Yeah. Okay. Tyrion getting a, getting a, an award for a season where he didn't actually do that much. He Good on you. Uh, we are going to move on to Noticeably Absent. Kevin's not here. Kevin's not here. <laughs> Kevin's not here. Kevin's not here. What? <laughs> and much like that sound clip, uh, Noticeably Absent is someone that you wanted slash expected to see this season, and there were moments where you're like, why is this person not here? We need this person right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the nominees are going to be just... We're just going to shout Yeah, we're just... Because uh, we didn't write any nominees. For this <laughs> yeah. Uh, so who do, you, who do you like for Noticeably Absent? Is this all through the season or just like... All through the season. Mm. So you got Blackfish. Yeah. I want to see the blackfish. Yeah. Or even like Walter Frey. Yeah. What's yeah. Walter Frey doing? Um, I... This is going to sound weird because we knew it was going to happen. Um, hindsight being twenty twenty, I think that we missed Bran this season. Yeah. Especially with the White Walker showing up. Like, I feel like we need a little bit more context with the North. And I guess we're probably going to get that uh, in spades next season, but like uh, just a uh, just a touch of brand really could have gone a long way this season. I feel like I would say that uh, you know the soldier who murdered uh, Joffrey was missing, <laughs> but I've given a lot of thought in the week since, and guys, it makes so much sense if that soldier is in fact Jack and Nagar in disguise. <laughs> It does. But then he's also a bad spy. He shouldn't have looked over. He did a bad job of spying and looking over. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, what it's if, always there. What if Jack and Magar is like, uh, is like Deadpool in that like he knows he's on a TV show? Oh. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. By the way, uh, noticeably absent is like our in memoriam kind of where we don't, there's no winner. You know, obviously somebody, they, you know, the audience claps the most for the most famous person, <laughs> but we don't say, like, the winner is Kirk Douglas. You know, we just keep going. Well, I think sure. G- Gendry's got to be in great. there. Yeah. Uh, and he's someone, like, for, for this, when I think of this, uh, it's someone that could have shown up, uh, and I really expected to see, and that's, I, I think Gendry, I think Blackfish fits into that. Um uh, where he could have appeared somewhere, anywhere around the north. By the, I mean, time. We've discussed the how time works on the show, or doesn't work, um, yeah. and distance. Um, so I think Blackfish could have ended up pretty much anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but Gendry, it's been seasons. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if there was a if there was a winner, I'd probably uh, go Gendry. And there's not a strong case anymore for I don't know there's not a strong case for the hound being alive after the, that I would have thought you would have seen him so I, I still hope he's alive because I think yeah a hound v mountain fight That'd is great. deserved yeah I think that's inevitable yeah but, I mean the, the, well, I'd love to see what happened to those gray joys that got scared away by the, scared away by those dogs oh yeah oh yeah yeah what else oh, is scared you know what uh OSHA and, 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 and Rickon. And Rickon. I mean, they're, they're closer to Winterfell than anybody else, uh, outside of John, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, they had to have made it at least that far, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if, if Rickon were to have gotten found uh, by Ramsay or 
uh, or the Night's Watcher. I mean, that that is that's a game changer uh, in a way, also. Yeah. I don't even remember what Rickon looks like. Like, I don't think I would pick him out. <laughs> is he blonde? No, no. Brown hair. Brown hair? I can't. Yeah, I really like brown. I hope he just comes back having gone through some kind of turbo puberty. I was going to say, yeah, I hope he's like 6'8". Like Walt on uh, Lost. <laughs> or like uh, the blue alien that turns into the blue monster in Space Jam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, little dude. <laughs> uh, he gets cool. Sean Bradley's powers. Yeah, Sean Bradley's power of being big. Being big, Nothing white, else and useless. Yeah. I hate you, Sean Bradley Sixers. I hate oh, you. God. <laughs> Um, cool. So, uh, are we good? Mm -hmm. Good. Let's move on. Oh, I have one more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. I want to see, isn't, uh, Arya's wolf out there somewhere? Nymeria. Nymeria. Yeah. Yeah. Think we'll ever see her again? Well, good. if you don't see them die, um, that's, that's... that's oh, that was the one thing I want to say. Is that, is that this, this season did make me angry in the sense, like, are we using the... There are a lot of teased deaths, maybe too many, mm -hmm. this season. And, like, you bring up the Hound. I mean, like, it's like, if all these people come back, then horse shit. Mm -hmm. I would love it. <laughs> I mean, it would I be, like, it'd be great, back. but it'd be, like, it'd be a little bit too nice. Like, I'd rather just have some of those people just live and just, like, live disappear. Yeah. Well, we had a resurrection, mm -hmm. kind of. We had the, the mountain come back. Yeah. Um... So yeah, let's see. Uh, let's see some resurrections, and let's see some not deads. Yeah, what direwolves are still alive? I know this is going to really shaggy right. dog, uh -huh. ghost, uh -huh. uh, summer. S summer is Bran's, Bran's dog, yeah. and okay. Nymeria Arya's dog. So okay. uh, Lady, which is Sansa's dog, is died dead. in season one, and yeah. Grey Grey Wind, Grey Grey Wind, Grey Wind is which uh, was Rob's, Rob's dog. dog. <laughs> okay, cool, sad. cool. Uh, and whenever they don't keep their dire wolves close mm -hmm. to them, bad shit happens. Yeah. 